0: Welcome to the XYZ Experiment Podcast. I'm Fiona, 53, and I'm Gen X. Hi, I'm Sarah, 44,
1: and I'm a Xennial, halfway between a Millennial and Gen X.
2: I'm Dash, I just turned 39, and I'm a Millennial.
3: I'm Amelia, I'm 27, straddling the confusing line between Gen Z and Millennial.
0: Is everyone ready? <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm really
0: interested to know in uh, what gives you the ick or what will trigger something in you. So I'll give a very funny example. Ever since I can remember, I can't touch anything like a peach skin or sometimes a kiwi skin and the shivers are going down my spine now. <laughs> I can't touch it. I can't touch the furriness of it. And uh, so when I was younger, as a child, my mother would actually... Because um, I love peaches. So my mother would actually um, de-skin, take the, the, the skin off the peach for me so I could just eat, eat the peach without the skin. Um, because I, I physically can't touch it. Like, if I go to put my hand on it... Like, if I want to buy peaches, I have to put a plastic bag over my hand to <laughs> pick up the peaches. Wow. I can't touch the skin. And the sensation... Like I go to touch it, and and it's like, uh, I can I can feel the sensation coming on now. Like it's like, chills going up and down my spine, and all the hairs on my body are upright. Um, and it's crazy. It's just, it's it's crazy and it's irrational. And I have to be really careful sometimes that, when I go to touch something, I don't think, oh that's gonna be similar to the peach skin, that's gonna be similar. So like I had that with um kiwi fruit. I used to be able to touch kiwi fruit but recently I've been like, oh like the ick of touching those little furry things. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy to see. Anyway, I didn't realise it was anything until one day I was watching some daytime TV and some famous actress was on there and she's got exactly the same thing and there's an actual name for it. There's a name for it. So it's an uh, actual phobia. It's an actual phobia of touching these furry things and it can extend into velvet and all different mm. sorts of stuff uh, I don't have that for me it's just the skin of fruit um, and I'm wondering if any of you have anything similar to that something that gives you the real icks or triggers something in you
2: okay so just so you know it is called haptodysphoria. <laughs> <There you> go.
0: <laughs> I have that condition you have that <laughs> what about you Amelia I'm looking at you
3: uh, I have two. One's more fun, one's not so fun, but I hate the sound of people eating. Oh, I've got that too. <laughs> I I hate the sound of people swallowing, so I will have to have music by something playing while even the sound of my own self swallowing and eating. I can't listen to it. I have to be distracted by something else. And it's just sound of that saliva. And I work... As a dentist, like I deal with saliva all the time, but I get so triggered by it. And to the point where I'll sit down and my partner will start eating. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be rude, but can you please stop until I put some like music on?
0: But it's gross. And I just wonder if it's just because we can visualize it. I don't know what don't that know. is. It's called misophonia. Oh, there you go.
3: Yeah, I <laughs> hate it. And I hate the sound of um very niche, but with the vape, when people, or even a cigarette, when they take that, like inhalation, the sound of like the, I hate that. (laughs) I can't. Have you always had it? Have you always had it? Mm, I've been more conscious of it for the last few years. Yeah. But I think, yeah, my little sister's the same. She can't, it's more the sounds of like cutlery on porcelain. Yes. She hates it. She's like, I can't do this. Everybody should stop.
0: Like fingernails on a blackboard, you know, that sort Mm. of thing. Yeah. But but that one, like when you're saying about the chewing, I'm so glad you brought that one up because it's like, if you're out at a restaurant and you're sitting next to somebody, I'll physically have to move or do something. Mm. Cause it's just, oh, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm actually going to tell so I'm, to stop. I'm
1: just reading an article about it, Miss <laughs> And this is, it. this person says, I feel like there's a threat and I get the urge to lash out. It's a fight Literally. or flight response. Yeah,
3: it's a fight <laughs> or flight. I, I get, get really, I get really aggro. Like, but, like, can you just stop until I get some music on?
0: <laughs> so, Sarah, did you just say you get that as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Misophonia. It's, it's relatively common. Yeah, okay. Yeah. How, about, how okay. about you, Dash? Do you get that?
2: I don't know if I do. I think there's particular people and their way of eating that might gross me out. But as a general rule, um, I, I tend to get grossed out by people who just seriously inhale their food. Like, just, yeah, that kind of stuff. But it's not a general rule like I've, I've watched people who eat really super fast and just kind of go at their food really full on and i just kind of get a bit grossed out like it's more probably more of a disgusting like slow down actually chew and enjoy your food as opposed to it's like triggering some kind of phobia in me
0: and what was the second phobia
3: the second one is it's not a phobia necessarily it's like an ick slash a trigger so you would find this all the time too fiona I really get peeved off when people treat support staff one way, but then they get into the room and they're very, very different to me. So do you ever notice that sometimes you have patients who will be super abrupt and rude with reception and it's like it's not like I can't hear this conversation that's happening and then you get into the room and they're like, oh, so good to see you because obviously they are getting something they want out from you and they see the value in that interaction, but then they're just super like, it's like a, it's like Jacqueline Hyde, a completely different person. And it really does frustrate me that there's not a same level of respect that's extended across the space. Mm. That really icks me out. I'm just like, that's a really shitty way to treat people.
2: Well, I'm really glad you called it out. Like that's a, having people who are allies um, for Mm. people who do get treated like that, I think is super important
3: there's no excuse for it like even if you're having a shitty day like you don't take it out on someone yeah I always find it hard when people can't
0: show kindness like I just find that really it's so easy to do just to show kindness like and I just don't understand why like I have a thing with my husband where um, you know someone does something awful like that and I go oh they've woken up choosing violence today Mm. (laughs) Like that's a saying we have and I just think wow like it's a reflection on them not on anybody else about yeah why they would do that and be rude to some people and polite to others why can't you just be polite
2: to everybody like I just don't mm. get it you know so that's interesting because now that's an example of a physical ick and an emotional ick
0: yeah yeah mm. so true yeah so true yeah <laughs> it's definitely an ick mm. how yeah. about you dash
2: well, I'm going to share a physical and an emotional ick then. I think okay. that's a good Go. um, kind of way to think about them. I have physical ick with people's feet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <And> <laughs> I can't I just, wait to hear this.
2: <laughs> like I really struggle with people's feet. And I particularly living in Australia and people wear thongs all the time or walk oh. down the street barefoot, like yep. it grosses me out to no end. And in what,
0: seeing the feet or knowing that the feet are walking on the ground? or uh, Seeing
2: the feet, Okay, probably the most. And so, <laughs> I don't think my husband's going to <laughs> mind me sharing this. But when I first met my husband, he was 16. Mm. Um, we are very similar in age. It's not like we're <laughs> like yeah, yeah. a cradle snatch or anything. <laughs> yeah. But I've known yeah. him for a long time. And um, he, you know, I'm like a little bit prim and proper kind of culturally growing up, you know, you kind of look after yourself and all of that kind of stuff. So when I met him, he had just spent two weeks up in the Murray um, swimming in the river. He didn't shower because swimming in the river is the showering. Um, he had a mullet. He, um, um, Typical The The first... Um, Kind of images I have of him is he had like a gash on his leg and a fly landed on it and he smacked the fly into it. Like I was just like, oh my god. I was like, Bleh. anyway, his feet are gross. Like I find his feet super gross. And um, <laughs> and one of my friends kind of dared me. I don't know. Actually, I think I lost a dare. And the dare, losing the dare meant I had to wash Scott's feet. What? And so I went and got um, rubber gloves. <laughs> and a bucket. <laughs> and I was like going like this. But yeah, seeing people's feet really uh, freaks me out. Wow. Mm. I didn't know that. And if anyone was to touch me with their feet, <laughs> I would like really be upset with you.
0: <laughs> so next, next week, we're all going to turn up without our
2: shoes.
3: <laughs> so, listeners, yeah. can you please
2: send your questions? No, foot do not, the do not. <laughs> Do not endorse that call out. <laughs> so that's my physical ick. Um, my well, about your own
0: feet. You can touch your own feet. I
2: can touch my own feet, but like I can be quite critical of my feet and. Um, <laughs> I think the thing I'm struggling with at the moment is I have stopped getting pedicures because of the... That's what I was going to ask. Can you get a
0: pedicure?
2: I've stopped getting pedicures because of the infection risk for me. I'm the same. And so I really miss that. I used to get my nails done all the time and pedicures done and, you know, I really liked having... Well presented feet, and now I'm yeah. kind of like, oh, it's not happening yeah. as much. But like, I moisturise my feet all the time. I hate dry skin. Okay. I hate cracked skin, yeah. like, all it, like badly kept nails like that. I could not have been a podiatrist. I f- I'm feeling ill just talking about it right and now. But you keep
0: your own feet beautiful? Well, yeah. neat, yeah, you okay.
2: know. Okay. Um, so, anyway, feet are a thing for me. Um, and I guess the emotional ick. And I was listening to another podcast on the way here, um, (laughs) Glennon Doyle's podcast, We Can Do Hard Things, and it was all about boundaries. And I have really strong boundaries. Like I'm someone who I really struggle if someone um, or people kind of don't respect my boundaries. And so for me how this plays out is like people kind of checking in or demanding things of me when they're not in an inner tribe for me or kind of, you know, like I just get really icky about things. Um, And that happened to me quite a bit when I first got diagnosed with health stuff. like people wanting to know lots of details and wanting to know lots of kind of things. And, you know, I had like colleagues sometimes come up to me and be like, oh, how are you? Like, are you like, mm, how are you? Like, I just find that super icky and people being like...
0: Because you don't think it's genuine?
2: I don't feel like it's genuine. Yeah. But also I feel like there's an element of permission in that kind of space. And if you haven't been extended the permission, um, you know, like even things... It's too personal. Like even things like, okay, I'm in hospital. Mm -hmm. And when you're in hospital, like you're not at your best. I'm like super unwell in a hospital gown, getting tests all the time. And then people are like, oh, come visit you. I'll be like, not on your life. Like, (laughs) you are not coming to visit me while I'm in hospital. That's the worst thing. And I, yeah, I get very emotional ick with that. Wow. If I want you to visit me in hospital, I will message you and say, hey, I'm in hospital right now. I really need some support or help. Can you come visit me? And I have some incredible family and girlfriends who will, at the drop of a hat, like my friend Mel will come and always bring me food and cupcakes Um, and you know, I, I have another friend who's a GP, like, and particularly if I'm in hospital and Scott's not around cause he's overseas or anything, I have a, a tribe who will come, but they know who they are and they will come and they, they are incredible support. But just a, like, if you're not in the tribe and you're like, oh, it's important for me to be able to say to other people that I visited Dash while she was in hospital having an MS relapse. Ick. You can tell I'm a bit fired up about that topic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, those who've done that in the past who are listening are not going to do (laughs) it anymore, are they?
2: Well, I don't know if people have this sense of awareness, though, to be honest. It'll be interesting to see what happens. (laughs) I'll report back in the next hospital. It'll be,
0: can I visit? Yeah.
3: May I visit? yes or no?
2: (laughs) Or what would be the most helpful thing for you right now? And I'll be like, just send memes. (laughs)
0: I love that. I know what I'm going to do next time <laughs> you're <year> in hospital. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what about
1: you, Sarah? Um. For me, definitely maggots. Oh,
0: I think we've all got that ick. Oh my God. Now tell us. More world. Come on, tell us. Uh,
1: I mean, yes, no one likes them, but I, yeah, I just, I can hardly talk about it. <laughs> so I get really <laughs> disgusted. Just, but it did start um, when I was young, growing up, cutting into a mango. Oh. Uh, okay. And these jumping maggots. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's still so, so yes. such It's such almost a like a PTSD. Like, I'm having seriously. PTSD. Literally, I just remember cutting into it and just this sort of like swarm Of maggots, like, (gasps) crawled out and jumped, jumped out, jumping all over the kitchen's bench. Yeah. They just kept coming out. Oh, It's like a Halloween episode. It was just...
2: (laughs) So interesting, because that happened to me as a kid, I think. Like, and I then have not eaten. I don't Mm. like eating fresh fruit. It took me a while So have you eaten mangoes since? It took
1: me quite a while. I do eat them now, but I'm very cautious. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll cut it and then (laughs) leave it a bit to
0: see if anything comes (gasps) up. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Imagine having that, like, just trying to cut into some fruit and having that thought behind it, you know what I mean? Like, no, no, what I mean is is that really is a PTSD. That that really is a lived... Every time, look at
3: look That's at you, Dash. Hard. Hands on your head. And they really get a wriggle on too, don't they? Like, no, but it's true. So like, I've seen them on the farm oh, all the time. Oh, I have a. No. Lot of- I feel like we're torturing them, Amelia.
0: All right, Sarah. What? What other? Do you have any others, or is it just that? She's not going to share them with us now. She's done. She's, oh She's absolutely done.
3: Physical ick now. emotional 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 ick. Is there an
2: emotional (laughs) ick?
0: Yeah, what we're doing to her now, we're torturing
2: her. (laughs) Fiona, do you have an emotional ick?
0: I don't understand why people can't be
2: kind. Yeah.
0: I really find that really hard, to be honest. Just, I think Amelia and I are so similar like that.
2: I think that's a big one. Yeah. And I think, I feel like that emotional ick, if you don't have it, means that you're a bit of a psychopath maybe no like being okay with other people being treated like crap I, I
0: think I think just because I've um I, I tell you one thing that really gets me going and it really is a trigger for me um and I, I don't know if this is an emotional thing but I I can't bear to see injustices in yeah the, like particularly in the workplace and um I once worked at this very large um firm and um and there was a real hierarchy within the staff working there. And it was totally unfair and totally based on personal, not professional. And um, I used to really rally against that. I found it really hard. I feel I feel annoyed when people's values not seen mm. and not respected. That really gets me going, mm. the injustice of it. Like, I, I just... And everybody everybody has something good about them. And, and, it, and I just wish people could look a bit deeper and find what it is special about that person and then run with that, you know? Like, like I just, I just don't understand why people can't see that within another person and why, yeah, I just, I just can't stand the injustice of that. I just, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not basing it on colour or sex or age, I think everybody's pretty, should be treated pretty the same, so, Mm. and I don't believe in that motto, I don't believe in it at all, treat others um, as you would want to be treated. Yeah, I don't believe that either. Because I might be very different to you, um, different to Sarah, different, I really believe in treat others how they want to be treated. That's my big motto, and so, um, yeah, I just, I just don't like that. Does that make sense? That's a real trigger for me, a real trigger for me, yeah.
2: Yeah. That makes sense. Sarah, have you recovered?
0: (laughs) I've
1: recovered, but... um...
2: Hi, everyone. It's Dash. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the XYZ Experiment podcast. And don't forget to leave a rating and a review. If you've enjoyed our show and um, like what you're hearing, tell all your friends and family and hit that subscribe button. If you want to hear our updates and know when episodes drop, follow us on Instagram at the XYZ Experiment for all the latest updates and news. And our original music was composed and performed by the amazing Luke Channel.